since I've been sick for the last week and a half, I'm just going to go ahead and blame all the misses from last week's video on that. Uh, Jared Goff, terrible performance by the Lions and him in a game that they likely should have won. Uh, Goff finished with 6.86 points on the week, uh, and that frankly is bad. It's really bad. Um, I'm going to eat the L on that one. That was just a, a unlucky choice against a, a game they should have won, and it just didn't work out for us. Tony Pollard, thankfully, didn't register a touch for quite a bit in his game um, and then did exactly what I said he would do and broke a big play and was able to finish his running back 20 on the week, uh, scoring 14.6 points, which is always great to see. Robert Woods got the volume that we hoped for. He got eight targets, but again, this Titans team just unfortunately is not great at passing the football right now, um, so he sadly only got four of them for 37 yards. Uh, just a disappointing finish there. And then Will Disley also, as I predicted, kind of ended up just being point-chasing. Uh, as Noah Fant, who I do consider to be a superior player, ended up being the tight end leader from that squad. Uh, like I always say, though, you got to learn from your misses so you don't miss again. My name's Jake. Let's hop into our week six sleepers, starting with quarterback. Wyatt and Tyler have been killing it so far this year, so make sure you're checking out their rankings on our website every single week. This week, they have Daniel Jones as uh, quarterback 16 in the weekly rankings, who is playing the Baltimore Ravens. Dimes, Dime this year, uh, Danny Dimes is a prime example of why rushing floor is huge at the quarterback position. He's only thrown, he's thrown for under 100, 850 yards, only three passing touchdowns on the year. But he's still quarterback 14, largely in thanks to 230 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Um, he's also getting this week a Ravens defense that is allowing the second most points to quarterbacks on the year, uh, allowing the ninth most rushing yards to quarterbacks on the year, the most rushing TDs to the position as well. That wide receiver room is a disaster. We're all well aware of that at this stage. It's not looking to get any better except for the fact that Wondell Robinson is looking in a position to play after missing the last four weeks of games due to his MCL sprain. If he can operate like Tony did at times last year where he's going to be a high-volume yak guy, Jones is in a nice spot to have some potential passing upside this week, especially with Saquon you know, being Saquon. Um, he's catching passes. He's doing a little bit of everything. Um, you know, This offense is in a good spot to have a good fantasy performance against a Ravens team that we're going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, at the running back position, we are looking at DJ Dallas, who is our running back 53 in our weekly, weekly rankings and is playing the Arizona Cardinals. Um, let's be honest here. Not one person that I know of predicted the Seattle offense to look this good at this point in the year. The running game has been solid at times. The passing game is working. Geno Smith is looking like a top 10 fantasy quarterback rest of the season. Unfortunately, the, the uh, Seattle offense as a whole has taken a hit. Rashad Penny obviously has suffered uh, another season-ending injury, which is unfortunate for him. Um, this is thrusting not only Kenneth Walker, but also DJ Dallas into a role this week um, to potentially get some nice play and put up a solid fantasy performance. Kenneth Walker is obviously going to be the lead back. They drafted him to be as such, um, but they've still been rotating guys like Dallas and Travis Homer in at different times to be that kind of passing down specialist. If Dallas is going to be this the third down specialist, passing down role, whatever you want to call it this week, which I predict him to be, uh, and many of the the different aggregates out there are predicting much of the same. You know, Dallas is going to be in a semi decent spot here to potentially get some checkdowns, uh, to get some goal line work, to get some play here, um, which is going to be huge. Um, he hasn't gotten a ton of play this year; only played two games so far with more than twenty percent of the snaps. Um, but with Homer likely out uh, or out this week, as well as Penny being out, you know, Dallas can play a nice little role here in what's been a really otherwise barren running back landscape. Um, even a lot of the top seemingly top options at the position coming into the year, very benchable. Um, and if Dallas can punch one in or get three and four receptions, he's going to outperform that ranking there. And it's going to be a nice solid flex plug in for us this week. 
Like I said, we were going to talk about the Baltimore Ravens a little bit more, so I'm going to pick another player from that game for a wide receiver, 45 on the week, Devin DuVernay. Um, if I told you prior to the season, prior to week one, that Devin DuVernay would be the wide receiver 17 through five weeks in the season, you would have laughed in my face, but here we are. 22 is turning out to be one of the weirder starts to his fantasy season that we can remember, um, and exactly that's happening. You know, Devin DuVernay's wide receiver 17 and a half PPR. With Bateman looking likely to miss yet another game as he has not logged to practice at this point, we'll have to wait for the Friday report to come out, um, but he has not practiced on Wednesday or Thursday. If Bateman misses this game, Duvernay kind of hops right into that spot of being the secondary pass catcher behind Mark Andrews. Um, this could be a game where Mark Andrews pulls 15 targets and Devin Duvernay, as long as he gets seven or eight of them, they're going to be high-value targets, which is what we like to see um, if, if we're not you know, chasing 10-plus targets out of a player. I'll admit on paper the matchup hasn't doesn't look great. New York Giants have been a top three team against opposing wide receivers so far this year, but let's take a quick look into why that is. Their opponents have been the Titans, who we've already covered can't really pass the ball, the Panthers, who have been one of the worst offenses in football, the Cowboys without Dak, and not to knock Cooper Rush at all, but he's not Dak. He's not the passer that Dak is. The Chicago Bears, who have been a, a terrible offense so far this year as well, and the Green Bay Packers, who have been fine but they're not, they don't have any superstar wide receivers there that are taking up any play. Most of these teams have been wildly underperforming, and I think a lot of that is reflected in why the Giants' pass defense seems so good. I think this is a week where they start to falter a little bit, and I'm confidently firing up Devin Duvernay to beat that wide receiver 45 ranking. My tight end for the week is Zach Gentry, who is the tight end 27 in our weekly rankings versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, with Pat, unfortunately, suffering his third concussion in the last 12 months, Gentry looks in line to start and potentially play a big role for the struggling Steelers offense. Though the switch to Kenny Pickett is still fresh, um, they need a boost. And maybe Zach Gentry can be that boost. Uh, he's a six foot eight safety blanket for Kenny Pickett. He was targeted six times after Pat went out of the game last week. Uh, you know, tight end is also looking as barren as ever with Taysom Hill being a top three tight end with, I think, just a single reception on the entire year. Um, I'm taking the prayer swing here with Gentry, hoping that because he was a free waiver pickup that really has, has no contest, nobody contesting you to pick him up right now. I'm hoping that connection stays. And if the passing volume continues, like I think it will, um, uh, this is also a Buccaneers defense uh, as well that is seventh most uh, points allowed to tight end so far in the year. So it's not exactly like they're good at shutting down the position. So I think that creates a nice little opportunity for Zentry to have a viable week for maybe the first time in his career. Thank you all for tuning in this week. Um, Make sure, as always, you follow me on Twitter at Perry underscore FF. You follow the JWB Twitter at JWB underscore FF. Make sure you check out all of our team content. Check out this YouTube page. Check out the other videos on the page. Like this video. Subscribe. Hop in our Discord. Check out our weekly rankings. Like I said, Tyler and Wyatt have been killing it. Both of them are in the top 30 uh, so far in the weekly rankings on Fantasy Pros. So everything is going great so far. So make sure you continue that. We will continue to try and find some sleepers for you every single week. And we will see you all in next week's video.